Okay, so you all wake up after your long rest, uh, feeling refreshed, and you find that you are not next to the lake. You are on the other side of the tree line to where you entered the forest. You can kind of see the mist kind of hovering just um, ahead of you, further into the forest, but you are no longer within the confines of the forest. Did we drink last night? Did we get drunk and wander off? Nathan kind of blurry looks up. I think we, we might have slept walked. Wait, who was on last watch? I don't think we took a watch. I think you guaranteed our safety. Yeah, I think mm. we, we could just have a big Oh, sleep. no one was... Oh. Okay, guys, check your bags, maybe? See if you've got everything? I'm going to rubbish through my little book pouch. And... You all rifle through all your I'm stuff. I'm just going to uh, check to see that my ear thing Yeah, they're still there. Who had the... Who wanted the amulet, by the way, of proof against detection and location? What does it do again? Uh, it's an attunement item, so you have to be attuned to it. And you can only be attuned to three things. While wearing this amulet, you are hidden from divination magic. You can't be targeted by such magic or perceived through magical scrying sensors. So basically, if someone's trying to magically find out where you are, they can't. <laughs> Nathan kind of chuckles and looks around. Is anyone being looked for at the minute? Not that I know of. Pursued? <gasps> Those Bastards at the University of Magic are after me. Those bloody destruction wizards. Uh, I, you, you, I, I don't think they are, but if you're paranoid, I, I mean, I, unless anyone else wants it. I can get by by myself, I think. If the wizard has people after him, I think he should have it. Awesome. Um, yeah, you can get to add proof, uh, amulet of proof against detection and location to your character sheet. Um, and yeah, I'll allow you to whilst you're kind of getting ready to go spend time attuning to it. Uh, it is on a gold chain. It's like a little uh, kind of gold uh, piece of jewellery at the bottom, got like gold metal, and then it's got an amber gem pressed into its centre. Yeah, cool. You wake up, you're not at the by the lake anymore, but you are exactly where you were when you entered the forest. You seem to all have all of your things still on you, all your money, you all, like I say, feel very refreshed. You don't seem to have taken any damage. You don't feel tired or anything. You feel good and ready to go. Right, well, I think we should just keep going then and maybe we'll see our friends again later. That does sound like a good plan. Uh, Shall we have breakfast first? Yes, of course. Yeah, you all break bread, have your breakfast, get ready to go. Um, Is anyone looking for rations today? Yeah, I'll have a hunt for some uh, forage. Cook some of that fish we caught. Try and make some kippers. Yeah, no one for you. You have a glorious breakfast. You're all well fed. Um, as you kind of get on the road, you're, you said you're um, looking for stuff. Is anyone else looking for stuff? Yeah, I might just have my javelin ready to see if I have anything moving. That's see fine. anything moving in the woods. Nathan's navigating. What's everyone else doing? Can I have a refer, refer to the map that we're taking, see if we're on track? Uh, yep, you speak to Nathan, you kind of you pass that over, you kind of unfold and have a little look. Give me a survival check. <laughs> a four. You cannot make heads nor tails of it. You're this. holding it upside down. Could I possibly have a look at the map? I just, I want to compare to see with the map that I have kind of drawn out through, you know, my own... So you're trying, have you been trying to create a map whilst you've been going along? Yeah, yeah. I think I had, I think I have mentioned, you know, I've been yeah, yeah, that's taking fine. Me, notes and... Give me a survival check, that's fine. And stuff. I just want to make sure that the notes and the map that I've created... Do you have a book to map making? Fits. No. Cool. I just have my own notes. Yeah, cool. Oh, that's... Five uh, you have a little look uh, and you kind of look in your, uh, compare your map with the map that kind of Nathan acquired and you realise that the track you brought is starting to bring you towards 
foothills. You are nowhere near foothills. You can oh. take this time to kind of correct what you were doing a little bit if you want, try and make some changes here and there, but it's kind of at this point just copying the map that you've already got. Maybe I need to assess this a little further. Yeah, okay, wonderful. So you spend the rest of your day trying to learn how to do some map baking. Uh, Valna and Derek are doing, like, food gathering, so I'm going to get survival checks from you two as well. 20. Dirty 20. That's a success. 12 for Derek. That is also a success. Nice. You find... 10 pounds of food, so you find five days' rations. Sweet. Nice. How do you want to kind of split that up? Everyone gets one Everyone ration. Gets Everyone gets one, gets one, one yeah. yeah. Don't forget our little custard. The next couple of days go by, in fact, the next three days, really, go by pretty uneventfully. Um, as you spend your way around, uh, you have Valna and Derek doing foraging, hunting. One day, I think Derek perhaps is tromping a bit too loudly to find anything, but kind of makes his way around. But you manage to get kind of enough to keep you going um, and then a little bit more uh, to keep, uh, kind of feed Custard's voracious appetite. You kind of look around and you're, like the environment's got a lot more hilly. And like I say, you've occasionally come across like a flock of sheep which are being grazed. Maybe the occasional homestead or tumble down building. You know, kind of like when you're walking through the Yorkshire Dales and you've been walking through the miles and you just see like a random stone building and a few flocks of sheep. That kind of vibe as you're making your way through. Derek, do you think it might be worth paying one of these farmers for a couple of their sheep to slaughter? Just so we've got a bit more food for... Uh... I would I would say that if you kill the sheep, it would only keep you going for one day because you don't really have the stuff on you to preserve it. Probably not worth Yeah, we can just kill a deer or something, right? Go hunting. Oh, I'm sick of venison. It's a, uh, when you say that, uh, David kind of turns to Val and goes, do you hear that? Your lordship sick of venison, so I guess we should be working on oh, getting some rabbits, um, Valma. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, um, I'll I'll have a look for something else. He, he, um, he kind of gives you a sly wink and says, oh, you can't get the staff, can you, as he looks at you. I, I do miss Terry. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good man. I'm not surprised to see whose side you're taking. <laughs> he stomps off. <laughs> Are we close to a town? No, you're, no, not, you're long way gone, no. past any towns. It is day nine. Since you left, all settling down for your long rest. So it's about midnight, Belmont and Zaga sitting next to each other, kind of keeping an eye on camp. Um, so have you been keeping an eye on your lessons, my dear? Um, I've got some work that will keep me occupied. What carcass in the capital best transmits lightning for the effect of resurrection better than any other? This creature is sentient. Answer me now. Lightning elemental? Absolutely. We use them to power the uh, laboratories in the university to keep the uh, equipment alive. Very good, Zaga. Can you two both give me a perception check? 22. 22. That is a 16. So, as Belmont is educating you, I guess, kind of, not droning on, but speaking, you, I don't know if you drift off temporarily because he's going over something he said before, but you hear, like, laughter. Not like... Giggles, not like a tinkling giggle, but like a... <laughs> like, quite far away from camp. Um, Professor? Yes? I don't wish to alarm you, but do you hear that? Hear what? When you stop talking, you can again hear it, that kind of, like, chittering laughter, kind of cackling. But, like, that kind of laughter, but quite quiet, almost like it's, like, under someone's breath and they can't control it. Don't you dare mock my theories. I've had enough of this. Necromancy is a legitimate school of magic. Don't you mock me. Vietnam flashbacks of, like, me and my younger student years. always Vietnam flashbacks? You just have, like, flashbacks to people being, ah, ah, Necromancy. Zombie boy, zombie boy. (laughs) Um, 
Do you look in the direction of it? Or? Yeah. Well, I kind of like wave, not wave around, like, you know, when you're like looking, uh, trying to like spin around, trying to find the source. Saga would have already stood up and I I think with that roll, I'd be able to tell which direction it comes from. Does, does Belmont's Easily, yeah. outburst yeah. wake us? I would say so. If you're sleeping, that kind of outburst mm. wakes you. Yeah. Okay. So Zaga's stood up, already looking in the direction that the sound's coming from. The fire kind of casts a shadow on the woods around you. Um, so there's a good amount of bright light and a bit of dim light that kind of trails off. Again, I say the woods. It's not really woods. There's like spots of trees here and there, but it's mostly kind of rolling farmland you're in. And you can kind of see the silhouette of something. Um, do you have dark vision as a half orc? I, I do. 60 foot. So... It's a bit brighter for you because you can kind of see through this dim light pretty well. And you see a a creature that seems to be hunched over itself, kind of like with a crooked back, kind of wandering towards you. And you can see almost like a feline face. And you can see in the kind of light enhanced by a dark vision, long fangs. In one of its hands, it's holding something, but you can't quite tell what it is. And you can see it's just kind of giggling as it kind of starts to wander towards you. It looks like it might be about eight foot tall, but it's bent over, so it's probably even taller. And then as you're kind of looking, you see a second one kind of coming with it with the same kind of manically giggling as it wanders in your direction. Could I cast Mage Hand to try and grab the item from one of their hands? So my thinking is that if it's a weapon and I grab it, then they can't then attack me with it. Can I, like, move to, like, hide behind some trees, like, to go... Um... I suppose, are we in the... I was going to say, I said trees. There's not really a tree. So you're just in rolling kind of pasture, like, like farmland. Uh, okay, well, can I have a look for somewhere to like, hide, like a big rock or something? Yeah, fuck it. I'll say there's a boulder of some variety you can kind of hide behind. Give me a stealth check. Fifteen. Cool. You kind of stealth behind a rock. Everyone except Derek, you know what these creatures are. These are gnolls. Gnolls are humanoid hyena creatures. You don't know much about them, but you know two things. They are somehow spawn of some horrifying other world, closely akin to demons to an extent. And you also know that their appetite never finishes. Yeah, the the uh, wave of the hand, dig de- deep down inside, the air goes cold around me as I long cast my mage armor, the bones obviously go in a belt around me, the skin cape. I didn't hear you say skin. Yeah, it's a cape made of flesh and skin and grimness. Oh. Mm. Um, as you I keep it nice and oiled. As you start to cast that spell, they're kind of slowly walking towards you. And you can see, like, one of them kind of through the giggling keeps kind of going... <laughs> He's like extending a hand out. And you can see there's, like, slather coming from their jaws. And as they come towards you, like, the firelight illuminates and they kind of glow in an orange light. Their clothes, if you can call them that, just look like skins like animal skins stripped upon them some have hair some don't you see patches of sheepskin in there they're holding really crude spears but you can see the spears are jagged rusted and have dried blood upon them and as they come in they are even taller than you Derek as they stand there with their kind of like terrifying jaws giggling maniacally with their hands extended I'd say at this point they're probably about 25 feet away kind of in the light of your fire and it looks like they're talking but not in any language any of you understand, unless any of you speak null. Uh, it kind of retracts its hand back, opens, cackling as it points in towards its maw. <laughs> you can see kind of like there are flecks of dried blood and the hair around its mouth and kind of points to it and then extends its hand back out again. I Is think it... it may be hungry. 
The gnolls, they're always hungry. They'll never be fed. There's nothing in their hands, is it? It's empty. Uh, there's not in the hand they extend. In the other hand, they have like a rudimentary spear yeah. kind of thing. We don't really have enough rations to spare. You see its face kind of turns from a kind of like... Not... It was never pleasant. It was never welcoming. But at least it was entertaining the idea you would feed it. And it kind of turns into a grimace. And you can hear a growl not just from its throat, but almost from its own stomach. And in that moment, you feel your own stomachs grumble as if you can feel their hunger. And it kind of grips its weapon a little tighter and extends its hand again and kind of shakes it in front of you, still cackling, but through that kind of grimaced face of fury. I think we may only have one option. They don't seem like they're going to listen to reason. They don't seem friendly. We should kill them now, put them out of the misery. Well, I'd say Derek's a big guy. He's, uh, he likes his food. And um, it looks like these things aren't friendly. Derek doesn't share food. <laughs> and he's um, he's getting ready to use his breath weapon. And Should we roll initiative as you prepare to lunge into a fight? Yes. As you all leap into action... Ah! <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Nathan is going to go... <laughs> Nathan's going to run back behind that conveniently placed boulder... Boulder, Boulder, and see Valner and go, oh, hello. And then, <laughs> and then kind of tuck in behind you as he gets his crossbow ready. It is number two. That Belmont. is Belmont. Belmont, what are you doing? Uh, you see me swaying my arms around, making all sorts of arcane signs. You feel the air goes cold. The uh, grass around us starts to shrivel and die as you see frost comes upon it. And I will twin cast using my second sorcery point. Chill touch. Uh, which one? The, so so the can, one that was extending its hand and the one behind it? It has to oh, be... Oh, you can do both. both. Yes. Wonderful. So do you want me to do them one at one or one at the same... Uh, both at the same time? Uh, one and the other. Fifteen. Fifa... It's a hit. Yes. Uh, that hits. Four. And it can't regain hit points till the next turn. Cool. And then the other one goes to the other one. That was only a seven, so that was... That a... one kind of goes wide. Um, as you uh, stand there, the kind of, the I guess, the grass going cold and dying around you, two hands extend, flying out towards the knolls. Uh, one kind of strokes across the guy in front of you, and you can see you kind of pull life from him. As the other one kind of behind you has a moment to respond, kind of ducks and dives out of the way as the old deathly hand kind of courses past and disappears into the night. Well, it's time for you to defend the righteous, uh, Derek, and I step back behind him and pat him on the back yeah because so you're i would probably say you're probably about they got within 10 feet of you yeah so how far away would you want to go 15 foot cool cool cool, cool. you start to back off derek you're up derek's uh gonna step up to them mm-hmm. so he's kind of at the front yeah take a deep breath in and use his breath weapon wonderful is it a con save it's a deck save of 13 deck save of 13 that is a 12 and a three both fail nice so it's a d10 a piece of force damage it was three. Wonderful. You open your mouth and sound waves blow out towards uh, the knolls, and you can see it kind of ricochets over their bodies. Um, but you can also see, so you've used, this, you've used this power a few times when you were practicing with it, mm-hmm. and also perhaps, well, obviously, when you last fought those bandits, and you're used to it doing a fair amount of damage. But these knolls seem quite hardy, and you see they're still standing ready to fight. Mm. As this happens, uh, they close in on you, Derek. Both the knolls kind of start to uh, sprint towards you. Um, as they get there, they kind of prepare their spears, and they lunge to attack. That is an 18. Hits. 
you take eight points of piercing damage. And then a 16. Miss. What's your armor class? 18. Nice. Um, the two gnolls sprint towards you. The first one kind of ramming its spear into your, kind of finds a purchase, like maybe in your chain, maybe where it connects or somewhere, and drives it into, and you feel it draw blood. As you kind of roar in pain, you stagger back, and as the other one prepares to lunge in, it kind of gets its spear, but boom, kind of bounces, like slides off your armor. Um, but they are kind of both next to you and slathering. You can see you, they are so hungry as they draw before you. Um, beautiful. Five is Zag. Me. Eldritch Blast them. Cool, I'll take you about 10 feet away, uh, which is fine, so roll to attack. Oh, that's a two. Plus four. A six. As yeah. you stand there preparing your... Uh, how do you, do you cast spells with your quill, I think you said yeah. before? You kind of inca- incarnate the spell with ink and then fire it at the beasts. Um, but maybe you're trying to... Cause you've never seen a creature like this before. You're trying to kind of get a good eye for them in the dark and the Eldritch Blast kind of courses past. Maybe you're also trying to not hit Derek as they kind of bear upon him, teeth thrashing, and it kind of courses off into the night. Yeah, I imagine that. I'm probably too busy trying to sketch and make notes that I've panicked and left... My, I'm like, oh, shit, me. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. As if you're actually waiting for your turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, wonderful. Uh, sorry about that. That is then Valna. Yeah, I'm going to pop my head out the top and get my crossbow ready and shoot it towards the closest one to me. Crossbow or bow and arrow? Crossbow. Crossbow, nice. Uh, you have advantage because you are hidden. So that's a 21. That will hit. That's a 7 damage. Nice. And then I'm going to shout over to uh, Custard. Get him, Custard! You can do it! Right, and then I'm going to hide back behind. Uh, you can't take the hide action, unfortunately, because it takes that a full action. action. That's, an, that's action. an action. But you okay, give me, but I can duck behind it. Give right. me an animal handling check. Uh, yeah, you can you can get cover, but you just want to be hidden. Okay. Give me an animal handling check, see if you can convince Custard. <laughs> Seven. Custard's kind of, like, freaking out a little bit. You can see he's starting to beat his wings and kind of rearing up with his claws extended, trying to scare them off, basically. Yeah. It doesn't okay. seem like it's working, but he's kind of scraping the round trying to scare him off. He's not diving in to protect anyone because nothing's attacked him yet. He's just freaking out a little okay. bit, like a horse bucking, basically. Fair. Nathan did not successfully hide, so he is going to fire his crossbow as normal. Ten points of damage. Jesus. You and Nathan Valner kind of jump up behind, maybe at the same time, look at each other, nod, and fire two arrows at the knoll. Both of them strike, and the knoll kind of goes down dead. Uh, nice. Good stuff. Belmont's turn. I am just going to be boring and like, well, the first one seemed to work. Let's try it again. Chill touch. Chill touch again, wrapping around its more and trying to close it. Beautiful. Roll to attack. 16. 16 hits. That is five more necrotic damage on its morph, freezing its little nose. You continue to drain energy out of the gnolls. It kind of continues to savage. You see it's just kind of stepped over the corpse of its the person it was with, clearly not too bothered by the fact it's died, begging forward, and almost not noticing as you draw necromantic life from it. Nice. Derek? I'm going to swing my longsword at the one that's remaining. Wonderful. Can I use my inspiration? Uh, You may. So an 11... Or, t- or nine. Neither of those striker forces. You stand there with your <laughs> longsword. It's, it's so in your face. You hadn't drawn your longsword yet. And as you kind of pull it out, maybe one of its claws, it's kind of uh, kind of grabs and pu- pulls you out of the way, trying to stab you, and you're not able to strike it with your sword. Uh, as you do that, it tries to lunge at you with a spear. That is an 18 to hit. You take uh, six points of piercing damage. Derek is decked. Well, <laughs> unconscious. Down. Bites on you viciously. It can then use its bonus action to move half its speed and make a bite attack. It kind of, as you go down, it sprints away from you, lunges and grabs onto Belmont. Oh, oh no. 
as it kind of runs towards you, but it slips on the guts of its friend, stumbles over Derek, and tries to get to you. Um, it's jaw wrenching. You just see it kind of crunch at your face, but the magic protection around you poof, it bounces off as it's just kind of above you. Again, I mean, how tall is Belmont? Uh, he's about six foot three, cool. six foot four. This thing's eight foot tall above you with its jaws open. You can feel drool and the blood of uh, oh. kind of dripping down on you. It stands, it stinks in I need face. a bath, I need a bath, I need a bath. <laughs> 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 uh, that is five. That is uh, Zaga. You just see, you see Derek go down and start bleeding out. I have no, I have no healing. Like I can't help no, that. Same. Uh, no, you can um, make a medicine check to stabilise him, so he's not bleeding out. Uh, but Derek, but um, what's his face? Uh, Nathan is very good at that. Yeah. Uh, so I will try and just cast Eldritch Blast again, please. Uh, nice. If you would like to roll to attack. Twelve. Again, you fire out your Eldritch Blast. It courses across the scene. It kind of makes you in a panic as you see Derek on the floor as it kind of courses over it as you see it towering above uh, Belmont and able to strike. I'm really sorry, my friend. Uh, Valna, you're up. I'm going to go again with my crossbow. Uh, wonderful. Twenty. Dirty twenty. A dirty twenty will hit. Seven damage again. Yeah, nice. You strike with your, your bolt. Um, as you see, it continues to try and devour Belmont. It's still standing. Okay, I take a berry and I say, Custard! And just throw it at his head, as in, like, the doll's oh, head, okay, to try okay. and get Custard to, like, go in. Uh, give me an animal, hand checking, animal handling check with advantage. <laughs> I rolled an 18 and then a 19, and I've got a plus 5. Um, so that's 24. Uh, Custard, who is clearly panicking, kind of looks over at you as you say that, lets out a squawk and <laughs> flies towards the knoll, allowing him to make his attack. So he gets a multi-attack, which is one with his beak and one with his claws. Cool. So roll once for, roll once for each. So roll for his beak. 15? So yeah. 20. Yeah, so roll damage for that. 8 damage. Oh, Custard, as you say that, Gets you say, Custard, get him! You fly the berry, and as Custard see that, his wings bend, and he whooshes across the battlefield, tears the creature off of Belmont, and his beak just goes into the skull of the null to get the beak, and it looks like... <laughs> Beautiful. Um, out of initiative. Oh, no, we're not out of initiative, because you are still bleeding out, Derek. But it's uh, Nathan's turn. Nathan's turn. Is he going to use his... Uh, he expends a healer's kit. Uh, you are on. You wake up on one hit point and he starts patching you up. Nice. Um, beautiful. Uh, after all that, you clean yourselves up. Nathan, more soap. Nathan, Nathan's kind of patching up Derek. He's like, I'll come over in a little bit. Derek, you all right? Ooh, a berry. Take the berry <laughs> that, hit, that hit the thing on the head and eat it. Derek. <laughs> Nathan kind of looks over at Valda, who imagines wanders over at this point. And you both kind of share a look of like... Let's not tell them. <laughs> As they kind of patch you up. Uh, uh, Nathan comes over to you. Are you hurt? Are you all right? I'm covered in null saliva. What do you think? It's so much bacteria. Do Does... you know how many carcasses these things eat? Everybody except Derek. You get a long rest. Derek, you get a short rest. Because you took a lot of damage and you were woken up in the night. You uh, wake up next day. Uh, feeling a bit bloody. Do you still see the corpses of the gnolls maybe f- attracting flies at this point? As I mm, maybe I should move those. Why? Because Said Nathan. we're camped four meters away from them. Well, you've woken up. You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just disease and general knowledge of 
Noel's... Yeah. Maybe you moved your camp a little bit further <laughs> away when you went to sleep. You're like, let's move our bedrolls to the other side of the rock. Um, let's face it, you spent the whole time rubbing yourself with soap anyway, yeah. so... And you continue uh, your journey towards the woods. And it is on this day that you will arrive at the Agatha Woods. You can see them for maybe half a mile before you get there. You perhaps crest a small hill of the rolling farmland and you can kind of see the land kind of dips down and you get like an aerial view of these woods. And at this vantage, you can see several things. You can see the Agatha Woods stretching out for incomprehensible miles before you. You know these woods are perhaps the size of a... They are certainly the size of a small nation. They take up such a vast amount of area. And beyond them, on the other side, barely visible over the horizon, you can see what you know to be the Ridge Mountains, the home of the reclusive dwarves. And then one singular lonely mountain amongst the woods, far off to your right. And you can see your... There is no actual path, but the route you are going to take further into the depths of the woods. As you make your way down, kind of with uh, custody, they're flying above you or walking by your side, you get closer and closer to these trees. And you get to the kind of the line, you can start to hear birds tweeting and that kind of thing. And as you get closer, you see the light is almost swallowed by the depth of these woods. Nothing magical, just dense woodland. You speak, the footsteps are kind of swallowed by its depth and... You stand before somewhere you know is very dangerous. And yet I feel more comfortable than I have in weeks. Yeah, Valda's like <laughs> itching to get into this wood. These and woods like, are... Look, look, Zaga, look at this. And they're like pointing out different birds and plants and like, look, it's, it's a, wo- a brown speckled tree finch. Like, come come see this. A brown speckled tree finch uh, stands and looks at you. <laughs> is this, do you reckon any of you have been, with the exception of Valna, do you reckon any of you have been to the Agatha Woods or anything oh, like this before? Belmont's never been. Belmont's really left the city. <laughs> yeah, Belmont's very disconcerted with this amount of wood in his face. <laughs> oh, do you not like that? Nathan, I have some bad news. <laughs> not this kind of wood. <laughs> it's too intimidating and girthy. <laughs> Vanna, you, you're, you're good at seeing elves, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine, but we're not going to be chopping down any trees anyway, so I'm sure I'm sure they will mind us being here. Well, we might. Just passing through. How thick are these trees? Are they proper, proper wide or... They are... Thousands so, of years old. Yeah, these are ancient. Like, you're... A lot of these, you're thinking kind of like, you know, those redwoods in California. Mm. Um, there are obviously uh, smaller trees spread throughout, so that's like... It almost feels like... Um, I don't know, like a, a redwood falls down and ash trees grow in their place and there's bits here. But it seems to be mostly, um, kind of, again, these kind of vast trees. And they certainly get bigger as you go further in. Um, you can't see, this doesn't look to be the site of any recent industry. There doesn't seem to have been any recent forestry in this kind of area. Um, you know that hundreds of, like, centuries, maybe that, like, millennia ago, obviously forestry did happen around here. That's how the farmland exists around you today. Um, but no, these these trees, maybe not redwoods, they are fucking huge, but, like, big, old trees. What creatures can we expect in there, Vanya? What, what threats to our lives and gizzards? Gizzards? Um, you know, the organ that processes... Uh, giz. Yes, giz. <laughs> the giz. I don't know about you and your giz. Processes but... giz. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Shall I do a nature check to see, like, yeah, what, what would come to check. mind when he asks that? With advantage. 14. 14? 
you know that the usual fair lives in the Agatha Woods. But one thing you will note is, again, because this forest is so vast, it's probably, it's not, again, you'll come across sections of different types of trees, like a, like an oak wood and stuff like this as you go through. But you know that in any part of the woods you can come across anything in particular. You know that there are tribes of lizard folk that dwell within the woods who are very, very territorial. Uh, you know that there are, in some of the kind of, more to the western side, where it kind of comes towards uh, the Agagarth Swamp, there are tribes of bullywogs. Will we be going like that. that way? No, you won't be going in that direction. Um, you also know the forest is the dominion of a good deal of dragons. Okay. There are a good amount of green dragons that dwell within these woods. Um, you often find they're in familial groups. So there's no truly ancient dragons that yeah. live here, but there are a good handful of adult dragons that consider the forests their dominion, and they themselves have children that kind of live within the woods. So you are likely to, if you attack a dragon, you are likely to incur the ire yeah, of a bigger dragon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that there are trolls in these woods, but you don't know too much about them. And then the usual affair. Yeah. Bears. Uh, foxes. Like, foxes, like the usual kind of forest animals Warner. dwell in here as well, yeah. which provide their own threats. As well okay. as, uh, sorry, ogres also dwell, because you have fought ogres, ogres yeah. as well. Far to the north, there are rumours of giants, but you don't know how true that is. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's obviously, like, you know, there's all those sort of foresty creatures, you know, like they've got to keep an eye out for bears and things. Um, there's, there's dragons, and if we do see a dragon, um, they tend to come in groups. So, I, I mean, not that I'd want to fight a dragon anyway, but um, they might have backup if we do. And um, I think I've heard about trolls, but I haven't actually seen any, but there's a lot of stories um, back in my hometown in Lyrianford about trolls and... I, Nathan kind of piped in. I hear they don't get on with goats very well. Is yeah, that... um, I'm not sure about... As I say, I've not seen a troll. Mm. Um, there are definitely ogres. I've definitely seen ogres. Oh, and um, we've just got to be careful as well. It's like we might come across elven territory, but, like, lizard folk tend to be a little bit more territorial, so we've got to be careful we don't... Like... More territorial than elves? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> he uh, looks well, to the depths of the woods. Yeah, just, just you know, be cautious. And if we see people um, or animals, we, they, you know, they're probably going to think we're on their territory. I so. feel like you should lead the way, Vanya. Yeah, I can do that. Valna. Oh, was it Valna? Yes. <laughs> Derek, come here, please. And I'm going to cast light upon his breastplate. Oh. Um, your breastplate shines with a brilliant light. Uh, correction, it's a horrible, sickly, luminous your, green. Your breastplate shines with a horrible, luminous, sickly green uh, into the woods. Um, and you can kind of see, again, where, like, where you have had lanterns before, it kind of gradually trickles off until like, getting darker and darker. It kind of feels like it's you. it stops very pointedly where it gets black. Okay. I'm going to, like, go to, like, the front edge of that so they can still see me, but I'm, you know, as, you know, less of a spectacle as I can be. <laughs> Are you sure there's no way round, Nathan? We can't You're fancy go... taking the best part of a year. Look, you can't go over it and you can't go under it. You've just got to go through it. Come on, we're on a two-month. We're not scared. <laughs> You've been on a few of those. And the authorities were our biggest issue there, and I don't think they'll be here. He elbows you with the gush. <laughs> What are we doing exactly? Looking for a tomb. Yeah, but what about the authorities? Why? Don't worry about it. Uh, Onward! Valna, if you'd like to lead the way. Yep, okay, this way. Uh, perfect. You start to make your way into the woods. Um, a day passes. 
you managed to get your long rest because you haven't taken any damage. So even if you fail to set up camp, you're all right. I, I assume, Derek, are you still doing survival checks? Um, yeah, I think Derek's going to want to hunt as much as he can on the way. Nice. He's more concerned than the people smaller than him that he's going to run out of food. <laughs> so if you're now leading the way, you can't. You can either lead the way or you can forage. Oh, I'll lead the way. Cool. So Derek's foraging. Give me a survival check. Five. Five. I feel like if any, if you do come across it, what? Right. You clear, you fail at your uh, foraging, but what happens? How do you fail hunting in the woods? I imagine I was crawling through with my my lit tit, my breastplate just <laughs> wonderful shining, and um, saw a rabbit. Went to throw the javelin just as everything went dim, but threw it anyway with oh, full okay. confidence that I was going to hit it. Went over to the javelin, blindly felt that it had, in fact, pierced something, and then got back to camp and presented high some moss on a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> as you come back, do you declare something as you come back to camp? We'll be eating well tonight. Nathan turns around with an elated smile upon his face and goes, very funny. My mistake. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> how long will you have that brig in the tank? I just thought of it then, I swear. <laughs> 